Good afternoon, everyone. This is I Am My Best, and I am about to jump on a call and interview inner practitioner who many know of on the Twitter platform. He is quite a force and an empowering and strong voice on spiritual Twitter and all of Twitter, in my opinion. And I'm really honored to be able to welcome him onto my first podcast interview. We will go with the flow and have a conversation about how things are going in the world today amidst COVID-19. And we'll see where it goes. I hope this helps. I hope it serves. And I hope it brings some feelings of comfort and support in whatever you might be going through during this challenging time. Hey, best. How hey, are Lord. you? I'm great. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Mm -hmm. It's nice to hear your voice. You sound healthy and happy. Thank you. Likewise. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I wanted to introduce people to my very first podcast interview. Um, and you as my guest, I'm very honored that you're here. This is Inner Practitioner from Twitter. For those of you that follow one of the most empowering and strong voices on spiritual Twitter, and in my opinion, all of Twitter. So thank you for joining us, inner practitioner, or as I call you, mind. You're real welcome. Sound like you're talking about someone else. Thank you for having me <laughs> on here. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that guy? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> It's you, and um, I'm so okay. glad I came across you about a year ago. Um, I think I've benefited a lot from learning your wisdoms and the insights and messages that you deliver on Twitter, and I know there's a lot of others who have benefited immensely from what you offer, so thank you. I'm most grateful. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, really what I wanted to talk about today is about how people are going through a lot right now during this really challenging, really ever-changing and quite strange time. Uh, we'll call it the COVID-19 time. Mm -hmm. And I want to put it out there first and foremost to anyone listening that I hope you are safe and I hope you are healthy and that if you are not, I hope you can find support and that if nothing else, I hope this might bring a sense of support or a sense of peace or give something that might help. Um, so thank you again for being here. You're welcome. Yeah. About you, your tweets, there's so much love and light and hope in there. You just care so much. Thank you. I do care. Yeah, you do. I think we both do. And I think that's why we're both on the platform to reach out to people 
and show people a little bit about our own insights, our own perspectives, Mm -hmm. the messages that channel through us, and Mm -hmm. to bring support and help in whatever ways we're able to. Mm -hmm. Um, And so if I can ask you as a starting point, how are you doing during this COVID-19 time? I'm doing great. I'm loving it, actually. I get more time to self-reflect and examine what I have done wrong before to improve myself, to feel my feelings, feel my bodies, and do things I want to do. Using this time to stay positive and stay safe, following the guidelines, not falling to the fears. These are all very good inner practices for me. So, yeah. So I'm actually liking it. I'm sorry, the neighbor's alarm. <laughs> glad to hear it's turned off now <laughs> yeah me too <laughs> I can't get away from that huh? <laughs> oh. um, yeah. okay well I'm glad to hear that you're staying safe and healthy and that you're not feeding into the fears and I wouldn't have thought you would um, given that I've heard on other people's podcasts that you are a fearless one so um Maybe we could talk a little bit about what you're doing to stay out of fear or what you would recommend for others. I think this is a great time just to be in your body and go inside to reflect or do the things that you always want to do that you put off because you can't really go outside and do things. You could do yoga and meditation or be with your loved ones, spend time with them. And really talk to them because a lot of times when we're with our loved ones, we're with them in our bodies, but we're not present with them. So this is a good time to rebond and reconnect on that. That's for sure. Definitely. Yes. Mm -hmm. For those that are in quarantine and are inside and are spending more time with their families or whoever they live with, that's such good advice. Um, Now for those who aren't necessarily able to have more time to themselves, I think there might be some who are a little bit stretched who might be in a profession where they're still working full time mm-hmm. um, or overtime, or they might be in a supportive role in their home and they might be a little bit maxed out. Is there anything that might take less time that you might recommend that people can do Uh, I recommend meditation or trying to be present, pay attention to your breathing or body sensations. Those are very good to bring you back to the present because right now during this special time, your mind will have a lot more worries and anxieties and fears. And whatever you have before, you'll get maximized because the mind's an amplifier. So become more afraid, more insecure, things like that. This type of thing happens when you're not really present in the moment. And meditation, since trying to stay present or pay attention to your body, those are good tools for that. Uh I couldn't agree more. Um, And I know in a prior conversation that you and I had, I had asked you about what you're finding people are going through um, and what are some of the biggest challenges. And those three things, I think, were what your answer were. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, the, good memory. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
So in terms of people's challenges that you're hearing about, it's a lot of about fear and anxiety and worry. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so in terms of how people can address this, you've really been talking about staying present, staying mm-hmm. mindful, staying with your breath. Mm-hmm. Your body awesome. sensations. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. I think this is incredibly useful information. Um, Are you feeling any changes in your own body or in the world or in the energy surrounding you that you might tell us about? Oh, when I walk on the ground, I feel the energy from the ground is more soothing. It feels more comfortable than before. So it's nice that way. Also, I see air it's less polluted than before where i'm at and it looks like the birds and the trees are happier nature's uh, healing so when did you good. notice these changes uh the first thing probably last week i think yeah uh-huh okay. the trees i just realized when i look at them they, they seem to be happier and they're greener <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful yeah it is nice and the air feels better than before there's less cars on the streets yeah i didn't think this was possible before in my lifetime i thought we were doomed or where we're going but uh, in my race working as one we're actually healing nature and earth it's wonderful i like that Mm -hmm. i like that too yeah i think i think you're right um yeah i've definitely noticed a difference here in my part of the world the air is cooler the air appears more clear. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't seen aerial photos, but of those that I've seen online of the air in China, it cleared up in a 24-hour period when flights were grounded and factories were closed. Amazing. In February. Yeah, pretty cool. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's kind of nice to give the environment a break. Not kind of nice. This is really good stuff um, and yeah. an incredible benefit. What matters? What we do as a human, as a group, matters. It's a huge impact. Yeah. Uh-huh. It does matter. And in fact, I have heard of a lot of different groups that are pulling together. And in fact, tonight at seven forty-five Pacific time. There's a mass meditation being offered mm-hmm. where people are being asked to come together for 20 minutes at that time mm-hmm. and really focus on healing the globe. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard of other groups who are coming together in movement and in dance and in prayer. Mm-hmm. And I do agree that when people really come together, that there is that opportunity for us to make a shift in the way that things are going in the world so my hope is that more people embrace this idea and pull together and if there is something that we can do maybe at 7:45 tonight we can pull together in meditation mm-hmm. or prayer and say a prayer for the healing of the earth and those wonderful. who are unwell mm-hmm. wonderful yeah And I'm wondering if we could shift into talking a little bit about what you do and why you do what you do on Twitter. In 
2017 September, I think it was, all of a sudden I knew I had to go on Twitter. I just ignored it. It happened four times. I ignored it four times and the fifth time. I just said, okay, fine, I got to get on Twitter. I didn't know what to tweet, so I just started tweeting. I didn't know my tweets were considered to be spiritual or anything. I just kept doing it, and I caught some people's attention. The account got bigger and bigger. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, Twitter really helped me quite a bit. And when I was on there in 2017, around November 2017, my mind, it took me a while to realize it, but then my mind became mostly neutral. And that was a huge shift for me. Because before I used to worry quite a bit and I get dragged by my mind quite a bit. When it became neutral, I could watch it work a lot more. And then there's a space that opens up inside. If I stay within that space, I realize that's what I call being present. A lot of these labels, I didn't know what I meant until later. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. And the more I tweet, the more I'm present, the more tweets come, the more I tweet, the more I can be present. It's really strange. So I just kept doing, repeating that pattern, doing and doing and doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you. So in terms of becoming a neutral mind, is that something that you experience more often than not? It's not 24 hours a day, but more often than <clears throat> not. Uh-huh. I'll be thinking about something, then I'll say, oh, that's a thought. So I pull myself out of thought naturally. So I, get, I don't get really immersed into it. Uh-huh. Okay. That's a beautiful thing. Um, as an emotional intelligence coach, we teach people to not ruminate <laughs> or to not dwell for too long in our emotions and attach our thoughts to emotions for too long or if possible at all because they really create stories that might not necessarily reflect full truth. Mm -hmm. And then we can kind of get away with ourselves a little bit with negative thoughts and negative beliefs that aren't necessarily grounded. Mm -hmm. So I think that's an incredible thing to be able to bring to your followers is how to embrace the idea of having a neutral mind more often, how to embody Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you tweet often about how to? Uh, Not directly, but that's pretty much has been my message for since 2017. Okay. Yeah. Don't let your thoughts, feelings, and desires become you. You feel them, you you're aware of them, you experience them, but just don't let them become you. That's the whole key. Uh-huh. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. I think that's really the essence of mindfulness and being present. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, you're right. I don't think I've really observed too many how to kind of step by step. Here's how you do it from you, but definitely your messages are helpful in snippets. And I realize we're limited in the number of words we can say in a single tweet and that often a single tweet packs a more powerful punch than carrying on in many threads. Mm -hmm. So 
Thank you for putting out those messages because uh, I've you're welcome. <laughs> also directly benefited from a lot of what you oh, say. Thank you. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> um, I would like to ask you another question. It might seem strange, but do you see pros and cons to being engaged on Twitter? Yes. There are lots of pros and cons, but really, it really boils down to how these interactions or engagements affect you. Mm -hmm. You could sit down, get a piece of paper or notepad, draw a line in between pros and cons, and you write down each, because everybody is different you'll know much better about yourself and why. And for the cons part, you can figure out what's causing it. The cause is always within. So you can mm -hmm. use that as a way to go back to yourself and make little adjustments. Right. So the Twitter experience will be more pro that's con. Yeah, it's interesting that way. Mm -hmm. It is interesting. I did find that when I first got on Twitter, I spent about a year just sort of taking a look at what people say. And I had maybe two followers for all of that year. I kept my account private. I didn't participate or engage. I just observed what people said. And I really got a sense of uh, it being a bit of a wild space where people share everything and anything. And it scared me at first. I didn't know where my place was in social media at all. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. You're very wise. You actually stay away from it for a year just to observe. Yeah, that's very wise. Mm -hmm. And then I felt really compelled to start engaging. Um, and one of the things that I learned from you, which I think is important for people to maybe hear here, is about the energy exchange that you experience when you are engaging with others on Twitter. I think that Twitter is a great space to engage and to learn and help you grow if that's what you're here to do. Mm -hmm. And of course, that's part of what I'm here to do is to help people learn and grow. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to know if you can maybe expand a little bit on that concept of energy exchange when you're engaging on Twitter with others. Oh my God, this part I was so bad at it. I was just, <laughs> I had no boundaries and all this and that when I started. It was just so bad. I was flirting with people and stuff. Then I threw another friend and I realized what I was doing was wrong. And there's just so many different energy exchanges and they were getting into my emotional body too. I was receiving what I was sending out. Okay. So it's coming back to me. So for example, someone will come to me and say, hey, how's it going? Blah, blah, this and that. Like we're my buddies, but we never talked before. And then they will start asking more questions, they started cleaning, then I didn't, I didn't realize at the time, but I allowed them to do that. To cling to you? Yes. Okay. So, and did you cling back? Did you find that you were reciprocating that energy? I did. 
I was responsible because okay. part of my wounded child was that I did not get enough attention as a kid. So it would come out unconsciously, say, yeah, you're getting attention. And then wow. it will hooked up with their clinging, become a system that go back and forth that ruins my emotional body and energy body. I didn't realize it. It took a long time to realize that. So right now, I, from my understanding right now is that whenever I engage with people on DMs or on Twitter, I am responsible for my part. That's an energy exchange. I have to have boundaries, emotional boundaries, also energy boundaries. And so do you have specific examples of some best practices around how to execute these boundaries? What do those boundaries look like? Well, for example, uh, last week, a woman I've never DM before, a young woman, she came in, she gave me a whole bunch of praises first. And then she said, she asked me questions and he asked, asked me to help her. So that's to me, that's like two different parts. And in her praises, she was also clinging. I saw her mindset of she was sending out energy to cling, treating me as her savior, blah, blah. And those type of things. Mm -hmm. But I want to help her. I don't want to respond to the clinging part. So I just told her very straight that uh, I'm not here to start any romantic relationships or bond with people in a certain way. I'm just here to help, to offer advice and help. So I set my boundary on there. Then I answer her question. So really... What I learned is that I have to break it down, their mindsets of what they're trying to do and the stuff they're sending out and the stuff that I'm sending back. What am I encouraging? What am I discouraging? Yeah, there are a lot of okay. little things here and there. I have to be very careful. Yeah. Agreed. We do have to be careful because different people, I suppose, are looking for different things. Yeah. And... Um, a lot of people are looking to find new connections as well. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But no, I think independently, we each need to know why we're on there and set our intentions and let our intentions be known when we do interact with others. And I think that's really helpful. Thank you. Someone says something that... Uh was a form of sarcasm attack I saw. Okay. That's a low vibe move. If I went with my negative emotions or my irritations and I said something back to them, I lower my own vibe. I'm responsible for the energy exchange. Because mm -hmm. they needed someone to dance with. You know, one hand doesn't clap. They need me to play the other hand or play yes to their dance partner. So all I did was I just ignore it, just let it go by. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That type of thing. Otherwise, they'll get into my energy body, my emotional body, and lowers my vibe. It's not worth it. Mm -hmm. That's a very empowering message um, for people to remember that we are in charge of the energy that we choose to receive. And sometimes we don't know that we 
are empowered to be able to make these choices. Sometimes we just are in a position where we think, okay, it's been said, so we have received it, but we actually can boundary up emotionally, energetically, and choose not to receive certain messages and certain energies. But that takes practice. Yeah, a lot of practice. And the more we're on Twitter, the more practice we get. Have to be really aware and mindful of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think many mm -hmm. people talk about this part best. They don't talk about it much on Twitter. Not yet. No, not yet. And I know our initial conversations were really surrounding how people are getting through and coming together in this time, this COVID-19 time. Mm -hmm. So I would absolutely love to revisit this particular piece of energetic and emotional boundaries and how people can find empowering ways to interact and engage with each other on Twitter when it's challenging or when someone is challenging them through sarcasm or opposition or flirtations and unwanted energies that people might be experiencing rather than um, lashing out or feeling disempowered or attacked or a victim. Um, so definitely I would love to have that conversation in a separate podcast, mm. if you're willing. Of course, of course. Especially during this time when people's tendencies are being amplified by their mind. Yeah, so this happens quite a bit, shaming others, judging others, things like that. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. Well, the dinner hour is upon us, and I am being summoned by family here. And... <laughs> Enjoy your dinner, Vess. <laughs> so so I want to thank you, Mind, for this um, so very You're much. Welcome. And um, so I really look forward to picking up the conversation yeah, um, where fun. we've left off. Yeah. yeah. Enjoy. Thank um, you. So... <laughs> Any parting words about um, your wishes and hopes for people out there who might be struggling through the challenges during this time? It's going to be okay. I saw the future. It will be okay. Stay safe and don't fall into fear. Know the difference between fear and danger. Fear is only in your mind. Danger is real. Protect yourself from danger and don't fall into fear. You'll be okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. Love it. Thank Let's you. Let's go eat. <laughs> okay, it's time. <laughs> Thank you so much, Beth. Enjoy your dinner. Thank you again. And sure. you. Okay, thanks. Sure thing. Bye. Bye-bye.